God, life ain't easy. <laughs> it get hard. We go through struggles. But when shit get real, I know you're in the middle of it. <laughs> All right, you guys. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to another week of Real Godly Shit. I am Laquan, and I have another special guest with me today. I have Baby. Baby, introduce yourself. You just introduced me. Uh, well, I'm Baby. I'm one of Laquan's really good friends. How are you guys? Give them some of your contact information, bitch. Uh, my Twitter is um, B Baby B A Y Y B E Y Y. B A what? B A Y Y B E Y Y. They'll figure it out. You just retweet me in time when you post this. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm happy you could be here today, baby. So today I want to have a t- uh, topic about our sexuality. You ready? Yeah. All right. So do you feel, you know, with so much talk out here in the world is that you're born gay or you choose to be gay? How do you feel about that? Um, I feel like... It's stupid because when people say, oh, you choose to be gay. Um, I did not choose to be hated or to have people tease you all through your younger years or to have, you know, adults look at you funny, the, the whispering, the chattering, kids, you know, tormenting you. No one chooses that. You know, that's it's stupid. If you think someone wants to live their life like that, it's horrible. Right. Because you do live in New York and I know living. Especially walking down Flatbush every day. You guys. Oh, no, I said my childhood. I'm a grown-ass man now. Try me if you want. Okay? I have worked very hard to earn the level of respect I get. Um, so, no. I mean, in my younger years, I had a lot of back and forth with children and stuff like that. But I was young, you know? Kids are young. Kids are evil. As of now, it's very, like, 60, 40. You know, you have people that respect you. You know, they're not going to be disrespectful. But then you have the trash who don't even respect themselves. So... And you can't be bothered by that. Right, but what about the people who's not as strong as you? It, 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 it's, um, you just got to boss up? You got to boss up. You, you got to flex a little bit. Because um, um, no one's going to defend you like you. And you shouldn't live your life with anyone defending you besides you. And no one's going to be as driven to defend you if you're not you know, defending yourself. If you don't choose to defend yourself, nobody's not going to back you up. All right, so... If you if you could choose to be gay or not to be gay, would you would you be okay with being gay? I love being gay. Um, I think it makes me unique. I feel like if I was a straight guy, I'd be boring. Nine out of ten of the straight guys I know are boring. So <laughs> no one wants to be boring. You're right. Um, so when did you find that? Like when did you realize? Like all right, bitch, ain't no going back. I'm gay. This it. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It wasn't just one day you woke up or? No, I mean, I feel I've, I've experienced some of these feelings since I was like really young, you know, liking people. I've, you know, when I was young, I would like the girls, but then I would always like, I would like the boys too. But when I got to a certain age, it was like, okay, the, the girls ain't for me. I like, mm-hmm. I like guys. There's something about, it. I can't really describe it. I don't know what it is, but that was the choice that I made and the choice that I stuck with. I couldn't, I honestly couldn't see myself being with a woman. Right. Was there ever a time where you felt like, damn, I don't, I don't want this. Like, this ain't. No. No. 
I love I love who I am. I love my thought process. I wouldn't I don't feel like I wouldn't ask anyone to change for me, therefore I'm not willing to change for anyone else. Right. So because I know like with some people, I I can't speak for you, but for me, like when you were going through that period of of like choosing boys over girls, did you have that time where it was just like angry? Like what the fuck? Like, I, um, did you ever feel like broken? Like, no, something is wrong with me. Like, no, I'm uh, not that I can remember. Let me say that I feel like every gay person probably goes through that, but not as far as I can remember. Mm-hmm. I just knew I had a wit and a charm that the rest of the guys in my class didn't possess. It just, I was smarter, I was wiser, I had, I was opinionated. You know, you you see these things growing up where black men are. To kind of told to bite their tongue and play the back. So when I was in school, they, and you know, even though you know some of the kids might have been judgmental, they kind of looked for me to speak up. You know, they knew I was going to say something. I had something to say, and I was right. going to speak my piece, whether it was to the teacher, the assistant principal. If I didn't like something, I was the person, you know, you kind of put the bug in my ear because you know I was going to speak up about it. You might not have been as brave or witty, and you know, the, you know, the, the homophobic stuff didn't really last too long because my I was too quick. I was way too quick on my feet, and I would say something that would kind of, like, knock the wind out of you. I didn't even have to put my hands on you because my mouth was so fast. I would just cut you, and I wouldn't even have to look up, you know. I know how fast your mouth Yeah, was. so they would just, it, 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 it wrapped itself up really well. Right. So I didn't have <laughs> yeah. to go through a phase where I felt like uh, I, need, I was hurt or I wanted to be angry with myself. No, I made you angry with yourself, and right. then I moved on with my life. Right. So what would you what advice would you give a little child that's going through it right now? Like coming up gay, like it's very, very cliche, but it gets better. It gets better. There's so much going on in the world. It's, it's, I feel like every time we take ten steps back, we kinda get knocked back too. But it's getting a lot better. And you just have to have that confidence. You just have to be, you know, a hundred percent in yourself. You know, you may not be now, but eventually you will. And there's nothing nobody's gonna be able to tell you, you know? Yeah. Was there ever a time you had to tell your parents, like, hey, bitch, I'm gay? No. Um, I feel like they knew since I was, like, really young. My father passed away when I was five. But he spoiled me. You know, he he people now always tell me, like, they felt like my father knew because of the way he treated me. I wasn't allowed to walk. He would carry me everywhere. Like, he would let me sit on his shoulders. People weren't, like, people weren't, weren't allowed to hold me or pick me up. He was very, like, territorial with me. And I have an older brother who's only three years older than me. But they're like, he wasn't as territorial with my brother. He was like, I was spoiled. That's where I get the nickname Baby from. You know, he would call me that. Like, you know. And I didn't have that that feeling. My father was very into it. My mom, I told her in a drunken stumper when I was 16. (laughs) Bitch, why was you drunk at fucking 16? Child, because I was running wild in Flatbush. It was, uh, you know, it was the (laughs) thing to do. I have went out with my friend. I was literally, it's crazy because I was over here with this library. Um, we went out, we were drinking. It was I drank something called lean. Mm-mm. This was 11 years when ago. When you were 16? I was 16. They were like, oh, it's called lean. It's called lean. I was like, I had never drunk before. I have never drank before. So I was like, oh, I want to try it. Everybody was drinking, you know. And I, I see it now. You kind of go through those phases of wanting to be not down, but trying things. Just be very careful when you try things. Right. Girl, she was leaning. <laughs> <laughs> she leaned and she leaned until I was sitting on the front of a car. I was sitting on like the hood of a car. Like Masika's feet in them shoes. Girl. And I'm like, why does it seem like everybody's going up? 
I was going down. <laughs> Literally. I didn't realize it until I was on my hands and knees. And then my significant other at the time had to take me home. And it was bad, bad. It was, like, terrible. My family well, was, like, chasing me. Enough on your hands and knees. Oh, no, no. It was, wow. like, it was like a party. Wow. And I looked crazy. And um, by the time I got home, I was crying and telling my mother, I have something to tell you. You're going to hate me. She was like, child, anything you think you need to tell me, I already know. You need to take your drunk ass to sleep. And I just was crying and, oh, you're going to hate me. Oh, my God. And she's like, boy, go to sleep. The next morning, I woke up and she was just standing over me like, so, what do you think you have to tell me? And I'm just like, now I'm sober. Like, girl, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> she's like, because you were saying you. And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, girl. So y'all never really had to talk We like. know. She just was letting me know, like, this, you're my son. You, There's nothing that you think you know about yourself that I don't know about you. Right. So if there, if there was ever a chance, again, like, if you were 16 again, do you think you should have, like, sat down and talked with her about it? Only reason why I ask is because, like, a big topic here has always been communication, communication, communication. Um, my mom's not much of a talker. She's right. more of a yeller. Okay. Um, and I've learned growing up with my mom that we have a lot of silent conversations. Right. And those conversations are probably a lot more important than our vocal conversations. And when I was, wow, I think I was, like, 14 or 15 when I met my first boyfriend. And we dated until I was like 21. I spent every waking moment of my life with this person. We would sleep in the bed together. We would sleep in the bed with my brother. We would sleep, you know, we were always together. There was not a conversation that was needed. I'm just, she knew. She knew for sure that that's what that was. We went to the same school. We hung out every day. I would be at his house. He'd be at my house. It was just like, and then I feel like she found some text messages and it like <laughs> clarified things for her, you know. So that was it. That was it for me. I didn't really have any issues with her or the communication was always there. Whether it was vocal or silent, we had the communication. Right. Did you ever have to have that conversation with friends at all? Um, no. I mean, I'm sure I did. I'm sure I did. I probably just came willing out like, girl, I'm gay. And um <laughs> you know, it's really weird because when I was young, I had a lot of male friends. It was so, so weird. They all lived in the building. It was like six of us, and we were all gay. Mm-hmm. And it was like very weird. A lot of people don't have that kind of support system where you can right. have friends who are just like you, right. be considered different, yeah. and you guys have something in common like that. So we would all get together and just talk. We didn't do anything crazy, but we would all we, we would talk. You know, We would try to you know figure it out. For us being so young, we didn't know what the hell was going on. Right. So that was what we did. Um, so how would you help people that don't have that support system? Just try to make the best choices. Like, don't try not to do anything that you think you'll regret. Mm-hmm. You know, because sometimes you need people there to tell you. You know, you want to say, well, this is what I might want to do when you have somebody that says yes or no. Right. Somebody can say yes to a situation, and it's, it might have worked for them, but it ain't going to work for you. Right. So <laughs> take your own advice. Try to make take steps as far as doing stuff that you will not regret. Mm -hmm. And don't try to do anything crazy. Yeah. Well, baby, I'm so happy you are here today. Y'all give us a moment. We'll be right back with real shit real quick. All right, you guys. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. We are back with real shit real quick. And I do have baby here. So what we're going to do is, baby, I'm going to give you a couple statements. And you got about 15 seconds to go ahead and give me a response. You're going to give me statements. And I'm going to have 15 minutes to respond. You feel like I ain't give enough information, you can go ahead and chip in with it, all right? Okay. All right, so I've been dating a co-worker, and the girl at my job keep flirting with my man. He has to check them hoes. 
You don't want, you don't want to check them hoes for him? I'm not checking. Well, I don't want to lose my job, so he got to check them hoes. So it's okay for your nigga to be jobless? No, he he has to check them in a way of not losing his job. Get them, Put them in their place. Because right. if I check him, we all going to lose our job. <laughs> I'm beating you <laughs> in them. All right. Oh, okay. I am, Your statement is, I hate my job. Leave it. That's what I always say. Fuck the job. Get out. Yeah. You ain't never had to leave a job. They packed me up. I, I gave them I gave them what they needed, and they packed me up. So you the type to go out fighting, I don't care. I'm oh, just no. walking out. He, no, no, no. I just, I just changed my whole demeanor. I went from being, like, the person that everyone looked to, and then it was like, you you know, you changed. You changed what's wrong. And it's like, girl, this place is wrong. <laughs> yeah. So I had no, it was like no, no, no other choice. They had to let me go. So someone says, how do I grow with someone stopping me and knocking me down? You don't grow with them. You grow right past them. Oh. You, you step over them oh. and you keep it moving. Oh. <laughs> Come on, Deacon. <laughs> and what's the next one? My, uh, my coworkers get treated better than me. Fuck your coworkers and their job. Okay. Like, the world we living in now, especially with white privilege, a whole lot of coworkers gonna get treated better than us, especially if you're a person of color. Like, just keep it moving. Maybe that job ain't for you. Maybe you're supposed to quit that job so that you can find something better. Fuck them and fuck the job. Bye. That's it. <laughs> and y'all give us a moment. We'll be right back on Real Godly Ship. All right, you guys. Thank y'all so much for being patient with us and tuning in to Real Godly Shit. I still have Baby here. And this is the part where Baby's going to ask me some questions. We're going to give y'all some advice. And then we're going to leave y'all the hell alone for the night. All right? Okay, so what was your experience? You know, you how did you figure out that you were, you know, different or, you know, what was that like? Um, I don't know. It was kind of difficult for me. Like, the questions I was asking you earlier about, like, resenting being gay or, you know, having a negative, like, outlook on life from it. Um, I think about at the age of, like, seven, um, I had a cousin that I looked up to when, you know, you, like, want to go play basketball with your cousins and you want to do this with your cousins. And one of the things was sex. And it was just like we touching each other and doing everything and not even to get into those details, but, you know, I would never say I was raped or anything, but I would say... And this cousin was? An older cousin. I mean, like, gender-wise. A guy. Okay. Right. So, it's like, I don't know, that's somebody I looked up to when he was telling me to do things, so I was definitely going to go ahead and do it because that's somebody you look up to, like, you... I mean, at seven, you don't know. You know what's right and wrong, but it's just like my older cousin doing it, so I'm going to go ahead and do it. Like, um, I think the reason why I was so negative is because you get to watch this cousin, like, grow up, and you got a girlfriend, you got kids, and you are the one sitting here like, bitch, like... You did this to me. Yeah. Almost. Right. Okay, like, I'm trying, like, the... Hold on, and I said I wouldn't speak on my piece. I don't mean to interrupt you, mm-hmm. but being that I too have shared the same experience of right. being young and having someone take advantage of you, which I don't speak of very often, which lets me know how much I love you. <laughs> um, 
I like you just said, these people grow up and they move on with their lives. And, and you look at you and they speak it. to you and they, you know, they just try to act like nothing happened. I'm so, I have never, you know, I've only told my closest friends and uh, this is probably my first time ever speaking about it publicly. I hope this doesn't come back to bite my, my bad ass. No. Um, I literally was looking at the person's social media the other day and I just was like, I wonder when I'll be able to ask the question of why did, why me? You know, mm. why did you choose, why me? Right. And as you say, they grow up and, you know, they move on with their lives and they go on to go with the women and things of that nature. And it's right. like, well, what about me right. being a child screams take advantage of me or, right. you know, do these things? Because you were older, so you mm. knew yeah. that what you were doing was wrong, you right. know? Right, For sure, for sure. Yeah. So, but see, I had to learn the hard way, like, I can't keep, I don't want to ask them why. I had to ask God, like, like it's a secret that you got, God. Like, why, why did you choose for it to be me that he tried to touch or like yeah. he tried to talk into doing this? And why, why did you put me in that position? Like, and it's because I was supposed to be gay. Like, that that's just it. Like, I just was raised to never question God, right. which is really you know very very scary because y'all child I have so many questions for the right. big man upstairs, but. But that that like wasn't one of my questions. I don't think I've ever. I I don't think I'd ever want to ask him that. I don't, you know, I never took it to God. It just was something that sat on my chest, and I said, yeah. one day, I'm gonna have the courage. I'm probably the bravest person I know, and I. But that's probably the one thing that I can't conquer is questioning them and asking them why they did that to me. But see, I had to find an understanding that God wants me to come to Him the way I am. So if the way I am is gonna have to ask you why this happened to me. <laughs> then guess what? I got to do it. Like, if I got to get on me, look, guy, like, that shit wasn't fair. Why Why, why did it happen to me? Like, you know, would you want me to, like... And that goes back to you saying it kind of, like, alters your life. You just question yeah. is thinking, if this wasn't my situation, if I wasn't like this, how would my life be different? Would my life be better? Mm. You know, that's... It, it's so... It leaves you with so many questions. Right. I, that's a door I have closed and I have locked and I just refuse to open. I'm just mm. moving forward with what I have now as far as my life and... Just trying my best to live my best life. And see, one of the things that made it even worse for me was that, like, when you got little, little cousins that's coming up and like, Quan, you gay? And it's just like, why would you ask me that? <laughs> oh, because my uncle said you were gay. And it's just like, this is coming from the same guy that <laughs> I felt like was responsible for it. Like, that's hurt. Like... So you're able to go on and be, I mean, daddy daycare and shit, and I'm sitting here, I got to walk down the street and have people talk shit about me. Like, I got to have people always come up to you in school, ask, oh, I don't want to ask this awkward question. Are you sure you won't get offended? Like, I'm the one that had to live through that shit. Like, your ass ain't had to live through that, but you okay to sit here and tell everybody else, oh, he gay, but you ain't talking about how you know I'm gay, like, because you better than everybody know why. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like this happens to so many people out there, like... That's the scariest part. That right. that part is truly, truly terrifying, knowing that it is something we live through and fight through. And what's even scarier is that there, there are people, there are children, mm. let me be very, very clear about this, there are children right. who don't live through this. Yeah. There are children who are permanently silenced. Yeah. You know, it's terrifying to even know that 
And it's like, it's bad for boys, but then you also know it, it it's for girls as well. Right. You have, you know, and then I don't, I couldn't even imagine sharing that with family and then someone saying they don't believe you or something or you being, I wouldn't even know what to say, like. Right. <sighs> and it's just so scary to, like, this world is crazy because, and that's why I was asking you about communication, like, because if we was able to communicate with our parents at the time what was going on, I think for me, I think I would have been a little bit better to deal with it. Like, I may have, I don't know, received more love. Because you know how you said you you and your mom have those quiet conversations. Well, that was a quiet conversation you didn't have with your mom, did you? Oh, no, I've never had that. I've never had that conversation with my mother. I right, even quiet know or even talking about it. No. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, if I was able to talk to my mom about it, it's just like, and then that was like another piece, like, my mother, like, worshipped the ground that he walked on. It's like, why Why can't you be like this? You don't see him doing this. You don't see him listening to Beyonce like this. And it's just like, dog. Does she right? know now? Have well, you, you know my mom passed away, so it was just never. Have you had the conversation with anyone else? Like, nah. family? Yeah. Um, I had one moment where I was just, like, going through depression. So I was just like, I have to release this from it. So I think I made this, like, bullshit Facebook post about it and just took some time to actually think about it but the only thing that helped me about it was asking God why like that was the moment of my breakthrough like sitting here asking him why well not even why did it happen to me but why did you put me through it like what are you trying to tell me like what do you want me to do with that situation mm-hmm. you know what I mean and ultimately it led to this like it led to trying to have a platform to help people through the problems they all the problems that I went through my life has led me to this point right here, like, to where I'm able to talk to people and help people get through their problems by, I mean, asking God why. Because so many people think, like, oh, I can't ask God why, but you can. Because mm-hmm. he wants you to come to him the way that you are, like, and if you're going to ask everybody else why, like, yeah. you definitely can ask him why and know that he still loves you, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I get it. But I wouldn't trade my experiences for nothing. Like, it hurt. Uh, sometimes it still hurts, but it's just something I know how to get over now. And it's like, for, for me, and I can say for you, it's like, damn, just look at how amazing I am now. Right. <laughs> you know, whereas where I said, um, it, it altered you. Like, <laughs> right. It altered you as a child. Being a child and having to go through that, it altered you. But it made you the person you are today. So any, you know, I just feel like, if that didn't happen to us, what? How would we be? What? What kind of person would we be today? Right. And I mean, that's why I say I would never change anything. Like, let's just keep it the way it is. I'm good. Like, exactly. I lived through it. There was a reason I went through it. I'm okay. Shout outs to you. Like, you can go head on and live your life. I'm good. Like, as I long as away. we know, as long as I know, and the person knows. I'm sh- I wonder, and then a question, I'm like, I wonder if it eats them alive the way it eats me alive. Right. Like, do you even think about it? And what, what also it did to me was that it changed the type of guys that I, I, that I wanted. Like, you know, you always want, you dealing with somebody that's with, you know, the gay lingo, DL. Mm-hmm. So now that's all you want. Like, you know better than, any, you know better than anybody to 
the shit that I went through. Oh, like yeah. you, you <laughs> went through some shit. <laughs> you got a patience I could wish I could pay for. But it's just like if I never went through that situation back then, would I be dealing with these guys now? Most most likely not. Right. But what I will say is you're you're old enough to know better. Right. So <laughs> and need my ass beat. <laughs> so the next DL nigga come close your eyes. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you know I would type. <laughs> Once again, tall, light skin, Mm-mm. and what I said with Cassandra last week was, uh, dreads is a plus, but a beard is a must. We already know that. <laughs> Come on, but baby, I'm so happy that you came out to speak with me about this. I love you so much. I love you more, baby. Give them your information to contact you again. Uh, um, I guess my what my Instagram? your Twitter, your Instagram, so y'all can see how sexy baby is. Oh, thank you. My Instagram is well. That's wow. So crazy that you got to look up your Instagram and tell anybody. <laughs> so it's underscore b a y b e y. That's my Instagram. All right, y'all. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. And to anybody that's going through problems and feel like y'all don't have anybody to talk to, if suicide ever crosses your mind, we do want you to go ahead and call into the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, which is one eight hundred two seven three. Eight two five six. I'm sorry, eight two five five. Y'all know my illiterate ass can't read, so it's one eight hundred two seven three eight two five five. Y'all have a good night. I love y'all, and remember. Also, <laughs> feel uh, free oh. <laughs> to reach out to us. Yeah. If you feel like you heard this and you know you shared out an experience, you feel like you need somebody to talk to, walk you through some things, feel free to reach out. Find out social media. Reach out. Send a DM. And just, you know, let us know what's on your mind so we can talk you through some things if you if you ever need help. We might need to talk to you. Right. And we always you can always go to www.realgodlyshit.net. Go ahead and comment. You can leave your real email address or send a fake one, but I'll always respond. You guys go ahead. Have a good one. And like I always say, it's okay to be a bad bitch, but it's better to be a bad bitch chasing God. Have a good one.